Hello, once again, this is Chris O'Dell, your friendly podcaster here to talk about any and everything. And tonight's subject I would like to hit on, what is the perfect house pet for a family? Now, to many of you, you may think, oh, well, I have a little cat, or I have this little chihuahua dog, or, you know, something like that, or maybe even a goat. Well, let's talk about a pet that is uncommon. Let's get into the reptile factor of owning a family pet. Some people I know, they have, you know, little snakes, little corn snakes, stuff like that. And they, you know, they get their kids used to holding. Well, I want to say, I think a cool starter pet would be a gecko or something. Because personally, you know, they look cool. They're amazing, like, because... The whole factor of it's small and it's a reptile. I mean, need I say more? Anyway, I think most people out there get hesitant with buying a creature like that because, oh, you know, it looks weird or something to them and they don't really, you know, they don't know how to feel about it at first. But I think that's all a matter of skepticism on how you look at it and how it needs to be took care of. Oh, it's going to cost this much. Some people worry about the cost and stuff like that. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I think like something like that or a chameleon changes this color, the scientific factor of it, you could point out to the kids and, you know, let them know, hey, this is, you know, pretty cool, like, you know, to wonder why does it change colors, you know, you can teach them something new, teach them something cool to expand their mind. Me and my girlfriend currently have two beta fish, separate tanks of course, because you can't put betas in the same tank, obviously they'll kill each other. And I didn't know this, but the other day, I think it was, my missus, me got on the subject of breeding the betas. We have a male and a female. Well, if we do that, apparently, as soon as the female lays her eggs, we have to scoop her out the paint. Or she'll proceed to kill the young ones while they're in egg form. Now, I don't know why, but Mother Nature has always had that decision of, well, when something breeds, there's a chance this might kill that, the mother might kill the father, the father might kill the mother of the hatchlings, or however the, the, you know, desired animal breeds and releases it to young, like an egg form, or is it going to be like a snake and lay eggs, or, well, that's another egg form, but like, you know, like a dog, like, they'll just come out like already there. I think it's one of them things that needs to be carefully sought after to uh, yeah, to really look and behold of, well, what are we going to need to do this? And you know, of course, with the beta situation, me and my missus, we would need more little tanks, like little fish bowls to start off. Or would it just be worth getting, you know, some cheap $5 fish bowls, the, like, sort of medium-sized ones? Yeah, they're on a little swim space. I don't really understand the factor of buying a small glass tank when, hey, you know, you can just 
spend five or ten bucks and you know, or three or four dollars and even just Walmart or somewhere and just Petco even. Get a few small like glass tanks or a few small orb bowls or whatever you call them. But I think, you know, the whole fish thing, like, because fish needs a lot of attention, believe it or not. You have to keep the water clean, have to remind to feed them. Like, betas, we have to clean the tanks once a week and feed them once every two days or something like that. I know they don't really eat a lot, but that's, I think, besides the factor of the care part of them. But, like I was saying, like, I think a reptile would be a good family, uh, family-oriented pet to teach your kids a little scientific manner of, you know, what's what, hey, you know, like, how does this do this? Like, and you can go online and, you know, find a friendly YouTube video of the scientific factor for a reptile. And I think, personally, you know, like, I think a kid should have a wide variety of the animals that they have in their life. Like, Mother Nature is one of them things that I believe should be, how would you say, a wide aspect of variations of what is what and what could be what to your family. Is it really any different than having an exotic flower or some cool tree, you know? Like, my missus was talking about wanting a monkey. Turns out, regulations... The state that we live in requires you to have a permit. Like, uh, it's almost like a zoo. I can't think of the name or technical term for it, but you guys get what I'm saying, you know? It's almost like a, you have to sort of have that whole zoo facility sort of, like, resources and, you know, if it gets sick or whatever, there's special paperwork you have to sign and take care of, forms you gotta fill out. Because it's classified as a exotic pet. My cousin, uh, he breeds reptiles. And we was asking him, well, I was asking him the other day, you know, hey, you know, what, what would be a good lizard or a snake or something cool I could start the family off with? And he was telling me about a red-tailed boa. Now, I can believe that because I've I known tons of people that have snakes and stuff, and everyone's favorite snake that I've known so far is a red-tailed boa or an albino boa, son of the boa family. But either way, we're going to take a deeper look into this, and you know I'm going to do some research and hopefully find the perfect pet. And... Hopefully it'll consist of something, you know, like a snake, you know, like colorations, maybe. I'm thinking about even taking a family zoo trip to uh, further knowledge the kids on animals and their surrounding habitats, you know, like what they eat, what they don't like to do, what they do like to do. Maybe, you know, get that selective feel of what can we pull for what what's the most exotic thing we can do with no paperwork some people was telling me about a sugar glider but that's not really a reptile that's not a reptile at all like i wouldn't be so sure it would be the best thing because they're quick <laughs> that gets loose it's a gone pew bye-bye then you have to run them down like speedy gonzalez i mean hey 
that's, that could be some work. I'm not a real athletic guy. I mean, I'm quick on the feet. Sweet Jesus. Them little critters are fast, boy. Fast. I mean, you know, this, this could be one of them things that could really change the game. Like, really and intensely change the game. Your family wants that one thing that could be cool, that they could play with. I mean, I've seen the little Geico commercials, like, you know, the progressive commercials. They had the, uh, the Gecko, no, not the Gecko, the progressive box. That's Geico with the Gecko. Excuse me. The progressive box. He gets a, a chinchilla. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah, a chinchilla. So, maybe that could be something like some type of rodent of some sorts. But, I think it's going to really, truly depend on how we go about it. What can we find that's not going to need the most upkeep. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I think an animal's habitat really supports their growth. Like a snake. The bigger cage, bigger habitat, the bigger it will grow. And that's, you know, that's healthy. That's healthy for the snake, healthy for the environment. But do we really want a snake? I mean, if it got loose, you know, scare the crap out of someone. Like the kids might get terrified. We don't really know. We don't know how it's going to go. But we do know that it would be a cool thing. So, in this segment, you know, if anyone has a prospective view of it, it would be nice to know and, you know, figure out. And on my next podcast, we'll be talking more about what would be really the best choice? How to go about the best choice and, you know, where to go from there. Well, for this time, I'm Chris O'Dell. I appreciate you guys tuning in to my podcast. We'll touch on the reptile subject later. But as for now, I must go. Godspeed, signing off. Okay, and we're back from signing off. We had to take a quick break there. I uh, probably should have put in the uh, the segment of where I was letting you knew, letting you guys know that I was going to take a break. Excuse my grammar on that. I know a lot of you guys are probably like, "What's wrong with this guy? Can he get his words out?" Well, no, I cannot do it correctly because you guys are the reason I'm here, y'all. I want to build supporters, I want people to be motivated, and I want people to be family-oriented. I cannot stress that enough. We have a lot of people out here that, oh, well, my child wants an animal, and, you know, we can't afford that animal. Period, point blank, ladies and gentlemen, there is places, there is shelters for dogs and stuff. If you're worried about the mess from a dog, get a puppy, train it. Put love and care into it like you would your own family. Make it a family member, a part of your unit. It has to be something, you know, to dialect with you, moving the coordinates with you. This is supposed to be a selective thing for you and your family. 
and by selective light, you want to fit fit it in like a puzzle piece, you know. We all uh, we all uh, go about our daily lives wondering, hey, you know, is there something I could do today or something I, you know, need to do? Yeah, you need to get up, play with your family, play with your animal, feed your family, feed your animal as if it was your own family. It's not one of the things you just get in neglect. And there's there's been multiple stories. I know you guys look on the news and see I was such and such threw a cat off the bridge and from within a bag from such and such high up. People are mean. People are mean to animals. And I mean i I think that's crazy. Personally, that's like it's different if an animal tries to attack you and take your life. Yeah, by all means. You have to defend yourself. But most animals don't know no better. And I say that with the utmost, utmost sincerity. Most animals don't know better or they've been trained to look at things and take situations like that. They have animal instinct. Like, if I had a pet snake and if I knew feeding time was not a good time to hold it, I'm not going to hold it, duh. When it's shedding. You don't hold it. You let it shed. Let it get all the dead skin off. And when the eyes... Because that snake's eyes will get milky. Like a milky white. And you don't want to hold it during that time. Because it can't see. It can't tell if your hand is food. You might have a scent on it that it might trigger in its head. Oh, this is a snack. Mm, yum. You don't want that. You do not want that at all. Because the snake might snap at you. I've been bit by a snake before. It doesn't hurt. It sort of sucks, but it doesn't really hurt. It feels like you're getting a shot off the top of your leg with the quickness. Off the top. Bam. You guys got to forgive me. I get a little hype with these situations because as we go, you'll you'll come to see, you know, we're, we'll be touching subjects that other people might not like my opinion, but opinions... And this is, excuse my French, my family always told me, opinions like an asshole. Sorry for all our younger listeners that had to hear that, but it's true. Opinions are like butts. We all have one. We all want to share it sometimes. I'm not sharing my butt, because that's my butt. My opinion's my butt. My up, or whatever you want to replay it, phrase on, play on words or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think it's something that, People worry about is our kids saying cuss words. Like dog poops on the floor, you step in it, you say say a cuss word, your kid goes by and you know, one day he might he or she might step in it and be like, Oh well say that same cuss word, you know. I think it's a matter of what we do and what we say around our kids. Like if I grow up, you know, playing with dogs my whole life and my kid wants to play with the dog naturally I'm going to let him play with the dog as long as I know my dog is good with kids which I wouldn't have an animal if it's not good with kids like the reptile thing like I said earlier that can vary you can take and let the kids touch it while you hold it you know you can you can have more control over it versus like like cats I, I don't do cats I, I love all animals I just Preferably don't do cats. Because cats are mean. I 
dog will sit there and look at you. Yeah, beg for food. A cat will steal your food. Cats are thieves. They're not all cats are thieves. I've had this one cat in my life. I called him Oranges. He was a uh, like a tiger, tiger striped calico. He used to sit on my lap like I was King Tut. I don't know why that cat liked me so much, but because I wouldn't ever pet it unless he sat in my lap. And he done that quite a bit, quite a bit. But uh, far as a reptile thing, I think a reptile be a unique family pet. I'm not trying to go off Siegfried and Roy and get like a Komodo dragon or a white tiger or whatever. You know, I'm trying to just emphasize the detail of my family's life. Maybe I could take them to like a petting zoo. Which, that wouldn't show a big reptile, but it'd be pretty cool. Kids would get a blast. I would get a blast. You take tons of pictures, bada boom, bada bing, bada bam, the fam is happy. And their happiness is what should make me most to everyone out today. So, with that, I'd like to say this. This is my third podcast. I'm excited. I hope to do better work. I know most people keep their podcast consistent of what they're talking about. On this one, I felt more consistent than my last two, which then was like my intros to getting into it. But really, all in all, <clears throat> excuse me. Really, all in all, I think you can do whatever you set your mind to. Whatever people, whenever people try to push you down or kick you down and around, you gotta rise. You always have to rise above the fire and the ashes of the storm. The storm could be anything. It could be a bad day at work, you get fired, bills are stacked up, you know, your pets need food, as we was talking about, you know, their supply characteristics. Why, any, anything, you know? So, pretty much, we want to just take and realize, hey, keep your head up, keep moving forward. Don't let down get you down. Don't let down kick you down. Never give up. You never surrender. Life is what you make it, ladies and gentlemen. And, I mean, all in all, you can always be put down unless you let something put you down. If something kicks you down, by all means, you get up even when there ain't a hand to pull you up. That's something I think us as humans, of humanity for that matter, humanity itself has just lost faith in itself. I think, I think that strongly actually. But, anyways, as far as the whole reptile subject, I think I want to look more into it. Um, you know, if you guys are interested in seeing what comes next, just subscribe to the podcast. You know, I greatly appreciate you guys for tuning in and paying attention to me rambling on. My podcast will be better as time goes. I want you guys to join me and grow with me. Grow with me as a human. Become more motivated with me as a human.
become a part of my podcast family. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Much love. God bless. Have a great day, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Some days will be more motivated than others. Some days, hey, you got to do what you got to do to get by. As anyone and everyone will notice, I should be called the rambler because I ramble on about stuff. But anyways, you guys have a good one. See you next time, podcasters. Woo-woo.